Welcome back to Off the Circle. I apologize for the late publishing on this, but uh, late in May, we talked to Michael Kelly of Full Stack PEO and talked to Randy Dial of CLA Indianapolis. Uh, CLA does wealth advisory, outsourcing, audit, tax, and consulting, and they partnered with uh, Michael at Full Stack PEO. And so please enjoy this episode. based entrepreneurs and business people. Learn from their experience and expertise and have some laughs along the way. Off the Circle, the Indianapolis business scene as you've never heard it before. Welcome back everybody to Off the Circle. On today's show, we have uh, the Michael Kelly is back from Full Stack PEO uh, and we'll have him introduce himself in a second. Uh, but we have Randy Dial from CLA. Uh, and, and I'm going to let CLA talk about uh, what he's doing. And then, uh, of course, Fullstack has a partnership that they're launching with them. And that, that brought us to this show. So, Randy, um, tell everybody who you are and, and how you got where you are. Yeah, you bet, Doug. I really appreciate that. So my name is Randy Dial, uh, born and raised here in central Indiana, just northwest of Indianapolis, uh, Ball State University graduate. Uh, with an accounting degree, uh, and my story is, is fairly simple. I got an internship uh, with this firm, CLA, and here I stand. My 22nd official anniversary is May 15th of 2020, and so I'm about to start year 23 with the firm. Um, as a as a upcoming CPA, if you will, my practice uh, personally was around mergers and acquisitions, and so I've done for 22 years due diligence, business valuation, helping companies figure out what they're worth, um, shareholder buyouts, just different types of things that involve value in a transaction. And that's what I've, uh, I've done all of my career. Um, in 2015, I was asked to take on the leadership for the state of Indiana for our firm. And so I'm the managing principal for uh, Indiana for CLA. Uh, we have an office on the north side of Indianapolis of about 110 people strong, uh, delivering multiple services from a professional services standpoint, which I'm happy to get more into. Um, and just, I'm a huge culture guy. We've, we've built one of the best cultures in our entire firm. Our firm is national. I just happen to run the Indiana practice for it. Uh, and we've just built up a phenomenal team here. That's fantastic. And, and then, uh, of course, uh, Michael, we have a podcast for folks to listen to about Full Stack PEO. And uh, full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a customer uh, of Full Stack as well. And, uh, and Michael's actually a sponsor of the show, even though I haven't billed him in months because I've been slow to publish. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> but we have to get that out there. Uh, but uh, Michael, just a, a quick note on Full Stack PEO and what you have to offer people. Yeah, so Full Stack uh, PEO is a small local PEO headquartered here in Indianapolis. Uh, our primary customers are uh, small emerging companies. They tend to be tech companies in nature, but not all of them. I would say we have a pretty strong customer base in tech, professional services, not-for-profit. Uh, I think that covers most of our clients. We have a couple in healthcare, uh, but certainly our focus from a marketing perspective is on tech companies. And that's primarily because that's where but my background and, and the team's background we, we come from. Uh, and we think, you know, one of the things that, that we can do in terms of, you know, it, so 
our core services as a PEO are outsourced payroll, benefits, 401k, all the transactional HR stuff that, that you would need. Our core pitch to an entrepreneur is let us focus on all of the compliance and transactional HR things. You go focus on growing and scaling your business. These are not the things that you need to be worried about. And then from a you know strategic HR perspective, you might still have somebody on the team who's obviously very focused on culture. That's a very hard thing to outsource. We can give you feedback, but we can't shape your culture from a distance. You have to do that. Recruitment, talent, I mean, all of those things are, are the strategic things that, that you need to have on your core leadership team. Let us take care of everything else. And then as, as we thought about the clients that we serve and, and the nature of their business and the, the types of things we can take off the table, it, it became very obvious, obvious to us that um, bookkeeping, accounting, tax, it, you know, was very adjacent to the work that we do uh, every day anyway. And again, is if, if I can take a founder and have them, you know, spend four hours on bookkeeping at the end of a week or spend that four hours on sales, I would coach them all day long to spend that four hours on sales. Well, and as an entrepreneur, I can tell you that I would much rather spend time on sales than accounting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you haven't invoiced me in months, so that's, yeah. that's you, you definitely need somebody to help you there. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, you know, um, and, and maybe one of the things that we can talk about on this, both Randy and Michael, is um, obviously it's a good fit for you guys to partner together, right? Because uh, if Michael, if you're hitting people right as they're needing payroll and HR services and, and kind of building up their company, the obvious, you know, uh, part of that is that tax compliance uh, and accounting is, is just absolutely joined at the hip with that. And so yep. aligning with CLA makes, makes perfect sense for, you know, is, is there, I, I would tell you that in my, and I, I will tell you in my amateur, <laughs> in my amateur advice, the day to get uh, both an accountant and an attorney is before you get your business license, <laughs> they are going to be your two closest friends uh, through this whole thing. Uh, my, my, my accountant often tells me, Doug, it's okay. You're not going to wind up in an orange suit. We'll, we'll take care of this. We'll, <laughs> we'll fix it. And it's because it is a complex issue. Uh, not just the business aspect, but then throwing in employees too. I, I was overwhelmed when I first tried to, to do this. And, and to Mike, Michael, to your point, uh, I, I wasted so much time by not just getting an expert in there to, to assist me on this. Yep. Yeah. One of my favorite stories uh, that, that I like to say, and, and ho hopefully he doesn't mind me saying it, Matt, Matt Tate uh, used to be a full stack customer uh, with one of his prior startups. And, you know, when we first approached him uh, it, as full stack and said, Hey man, we, we'd love to work with you and your team. He had a small team of four or five people at the time. Um, you know, Matt, it, like every startup founder is, is pinching pennies. And he's like, look, it's not that hard. It's just payroll. It's just, you know, like, I, I got this, you know, we're, we'll, I, I appreciate it and I love what you're doing, but you know, I, I don't know that we're a good, we're a good fit right now and we're, we're pretty low pressure sales. So we're like, okay, man, we'll check in with you, you know, in a few months and, and see if that's still the case. We're, we're always here if you need us. Seriously, like two months later, Matt came to uh, Don Lively, who's my co-founder at uh, Fullstack came to Don and he's like, so, Hey, um, you, you remember when you guys said that, that you'd be interested in helping us out? And, and Don's like, yeah, of course. What, what do you need? And he's like, well, I just got these letters from the IRS 
And I have yeah. no idea what they mean, but I'm pretty sure they're not good because there's dollar signs in there. Yeah. Uh, he's like, if I became a client, could I just leave these on your desk and walk away? And, and she, of course, starts shaking her head. Uh, and she's like, yeah. And he's like, good, you're hired. And he dropped the papers on her desk and walked away. And and it's like, it, like yes, this stuff conceptually is very easy, but you know, there's other stuff. It's not just getting a paycheck in your employee's uh, bank account, right? Like you also have to file things with the state. You have to do withholdings. You have to, you know, and particularly complex if you're a tech company who has remote workers in multiple states. Um, that's the kind of stuff that can just totally suck time and energy uh, out of you when you need that time and energy to, to go into scaling your business. And that's like a small example from our world. I'm sure in, in Randy's world, there's like a hundred of those that we don't even see. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would just add, you know, um, these companies, I'll start with tech. They should be focused on product scale, growth, people development, the, the things that they're going to need to survive. They should not, the, the owner and entrepreneur should not be worrying about did, did I file my taxes in this state or am I compliant from an HR perspective? That, that's just a waste of their time. It's a waste of the value of the business and a waste of the energy and vision that, that they have. Um, I can't tell you, Mike, how many times in the last two weeks we've gotten a call from a company that hadn't even filed their 2018 taxes. And it's like, you know how much trouble you can get into for that? And we got to get that caught up, but we got to get you on some kind of rhythm here I know you don't think that stuff's important, but that's the stuff that frankly will derail your business in a heartbeat when you get those nasty grams that you were just referring to, right? Yeah. So um, compliance is very important. I know it's not on their scale of, of, of significance as you look at the overall business, but the sooner they get on a rhythm with a partnership like this or, or one of us, whatever, just to make sure they're covering some of that stuff, the better they're gonna be in two or three years as the thing is starting to really scale and gain speed. Yeah, I think I think too the uh, from a personal standpoint, I'll I'll tell you even with my business, um, I I went the cheap route uh, at one point with an accounting firm, and then paid another accounting firm to go redo three years of of taxes, you know, after nasty grams and everything else, and so um, the the expense of that, you know, the additional expense of that, in addition to you know, time and, and going and trying to find all the paperwork. And I still had to pay the old accounting firm to give me the files for the new accounting firm and, you know, and, yep. and everything else. Uh, I, it's been, it's been, uh, I don't even know how many hundreds of hours that, that I've wasted on it. The, the other part too, that I'll say is um, you're going to get nasty grams from the IRS, whether you're totally compliant or not. And it's the scariest thing in the world for a new business to get that first nasty gram. And, and when you have a good accountant, you forward that to the accountant and they say, yep, no problem. We know what's going on. You know, it's, yep. it's this or the IRS didn't update this record or whatever. But I think probably I, I don't want to put, you know, numbers in, in, uh, in, in your guys's you know, mouth. But I think probably half of the people that I speak to that own businesses have erroneous, you know, alerts from the IRS, you know, and. And when they go back and show them the paperwork and show that they filed and show that they submitted all the necessary stuff, uh, it goes away. Um, but, but those types of things, you're right, Randy, they can just derail all the progress that you're making on growing the business. Yeah, it just it drains your energy and your people see it and the morale. It can just impact everything you've really been after and trying to build. Um, I, a recent example, I will just give you to another one, this PPP process, everybody's trying to kind of feel their way through. Um, 
you guys have seen what's happened, right? It was such a positive thing. Here's all this money, you know, help yourself. And now the government's kind of re retracting and saying, okay, we're going to put an audit in place. We're going to really make sure you needed the money. Do these companies all, did they really look and see if they really needed this money? Have they done that? The power of having advisors like this, a partnership where you can have someone at your fingertips to say, should I lay my people off? Should I furlough my people? I mean, Full Stack would be a great partner to talk to around some of that stuff from an HR compliance and the steps to walk through. And then having CLA, a firm that has all of the resources right there to say, well, if you do that, here's the impact and here's things you should be thinking of on the need. And, and you know, another example last week, a tech company called and said that they've been issuing options at, at a penny strike. Well, there's a 409A tax uh, uh, code that requires fair market value at the time you grant stock to employees. Having these resources that right there can answer these questions and bring that value to you, it, to me, it's just, it's priceless. And that's yeah. why the two of us kind of are going down this path because these guys need it. Yeah, I, I, lo I love that you brought up the, the whole shares and options things because a lot of people uh, aren't aware. Um, I, you know, I was part of Exact Target and I was part of a couple other companies and I was, I was kind of blown away at the way options worked, at the way shares worked, you know, non-voting shares versus voting shares. And, um, you know, I, I can tell you that uh, in, my, in my last 12 years, I'm trying to be really nice when I say this, but, you know, I can tell you that I lost probably over a million dollars because I did not get the appropriate advice. And that was... Um, entering a partnership where my shares were devalued, devalued, devalued. And every time I just said, well, I'm not going to pay a, a, my accountant and attorney to look at this, you know, I'll sign it and put it out the door and stuff. And, and, and people, people say to me, they say, well, aren't you upset about that? And I said, no, it was my own fault. Uh, I, you know, the, you got to remember that these corporations that are started, they have accountants and attorneys that are looking on their behalf and they're making sure their valuations are going up and they're making sure that they're shifting shares and, you know, options and everything else and changing the rules on who can buy them and who can sell them. And that's the appropriate thing for that business to do. But to your point, there's a flip side to that too. And that's that, you know, it, you shouldn't just go signing, you know, paperwork willy-nilly, you should have someone take a look at that paper and, and so that you can understand, you know, what, what that means to your pocketbook and what that means to your, um, or your business, if you will. So that's, that's great advice. Um, yep. the, P, the PPP one, uh, also, I, I, I want to chime in because there's so many rumors and, you know, stuff out there about that, but I've heard, I've heard some startling stuff and maybe you could just tell me whether it's true or not or, or whatever, but you know, some of it is just that this is not a long-term loan, right? That it's not a payment plan or anything else. And and so what I've read is that some of the companies could get into real trouble uh, by taking that money and then having to lump some pay it back, you know, mm -hmm. within a couple of years if they don't have, uh, if they had to lay off people and everything else. Um, you know, and so there's some tough decisions that need made there from a company standpoint, right? Well, there's specific rules to follow if you want that money forgiven. And if yeah. you don't follow those steps, you're right. You're going to be stuck with this money that you likely spent, and then you have to pay it back at some point. So, so, so your business it, it, could be doing bad during the recovery. <laughs> you, you might not be able to hire back some of the employees or, you know, if you have turnover, you might have to lay off more people if the economy doesn't turn in your business. Yep. And then on top of it, you got to, hey, <laughs> pay us <laughs> yep. at the end of it. 
if you didn't follow the rules, then it won't, it won't be forgiven. And, and, and just to, to add on to that, I think the government, after they kind of issued a lot of this money, you guys have seen some of the stories of the big yeah. companies that took money. They've now given it back, realizing they probably didn't need it because there are so many small businesses that truly needed that money. And it ran out like that. It went yeah. so fast. And so now the government is saying, if you truly did not need that money, we need you to give it back. I believe the date is May 7th. And if not, you are subject to us looking under your cupboards and you better have a defense or show us that you truly needed that money. And is that need mean that you could have gone to private equity? Could you have gone to a line of credit? Could you have gone to the cash in the owner's account? I mean, that's just kind of what's happening right now is what, what actually is need and how do you defend that? And that's what we're trying to help companies through. That's, that's fantastic. I, I love that you guys are doing that. Um, at, at what level of, of depth, you know, and, and maybe this is a question for both of you, uh, you, you know, Michael, as people are structuring company, Michael, you've helped us, you know, with, uh, with Highbridge, with the new company, you know, kind of help us, you know, figure out how that partnership and balance and everything is working. Randy, where, where does your company kind of fit in with that as well as the company continues to grow and let's say, you know, we, we start to get employees on and we start to talk about the wealth of the company and, you know, uh, how we should take care of, uh, you know, a tax avoidance, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. and all those pieces. At what point would we engage with, you know, CLA, you know, to assist with some of that decision making? Yeah, so CLA, if, if I had to give you a broad you know, statement, we are cradle to grave, meaning we literally work with those companies that may have one employee because they need outsourced accounting, bookkeeping, QuickBooks, they need tax compliance. So we work with the very small. And then by grave, I mean, eventually you sell. And so we've got services along that spectrum that can help you make sure you're taking advantage of all the tax strategies, right? The incentives, the credits that you should be taking advantage of, making sure you're staying up to speed on issuing options and making sure compliance with 409A, all the way to the end when you sell, making sure that the value you're getting, we actually can help entrepreneurs with wealth advisory, financial planning. It's kind of a firm that's been built to help cradle to grave in any industry where we're industry driven, but specifically today and with Mike, it's been around tech from our partnership perspective and nonprofit because their focus is, is more the white color. So uh, there is no too small, there's no too big. The only thing that we really won't do as a firm is audit publicly traded companies. You will never see CLA in that space. It's something we don't want to do. Uh, we focus on the family held, privately held. So, so Randy, as a as a firm comes on board with you, uh, let's say it's an individual entrepreneur, or a, you know, a small business. Uh, what is that process for kind of onboarding, and what and what does that look like from a relationship standpoint, from a month to month standpoint? Yeah, we're, we're very engaged and active with our clients. So this is not a you hear from us on day one and you're not going to hear from us till the next month. We're pretty involved with our clients uh, continually. Uh, onboarding is, is very simple. It is you know, we have an initial meeting. And if it's a partnership with full stack, we try to get in the room with everyone together and really figure strategy and where are you going and how many employees and what's the hiring look like. Uh, we kind of get all that done in that initial meet and greet. Um, and then you simply sign engagement letters. Uh, engagement letters are nothing more than a contract saying, here's the monthly charge that we're going to charge you and here's the scope of our services. And then off we go. Um, we are very tech enabled from our outsourced accounting uh, and tax practice for that matter. We try to get these companies away from paper, get them onto bill.com and Expensify, QuickBooks Online, stuff that we could quickly log into and do stuff on behalf of the entrepreneur. 
So again, you can focus on product, scale, growth, and, and people, and, and just get out of the, the nuts and bolts. It's a very seamless onboarding process, which excites me around full stack because they're very tech enabled as well. And we think that's gonna be a very powerful message to get people on a very good monthly fee from their perspective, uh, very palatable, very reasonable, and tech enabled at the same time. And, and uh, depending on obviously, you know, I mean, if a, if a tech company is moving fast, growing fast, you know, uh, taking rounds of investment, that can get really complex really quick. Um, so is it just one of those things that as the company is scaling, you have those talks about, you know, hey, your demand is going to go up for our services. And, and so now you're going to be at this level and this level and it continues. Yeah, it's a constant reassessment, you know, as the cap table gets expanded and, and it gets more complicated and we may have some of the investors call saying, will you do my taxes? I mean, all that stuff's got to be kind of yeah. worked up over time. I believe our partnership with full stack is relevant for 20 employees and under right now. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. And then you got afterwards, it. we still work together, but we may have to adjust the pricing. That's fantastic. Incredible. And, and Mike, do you want to talk about, you know, this kind of official, you know, announcement and, and what this looks like for full stack PEO? Uh, clients? Yeah. So on, on our side and, and I'll just pick up on process a little bit uh, as well. I, I think the, you know, it's a, it's very similar in terms of that uh, initial meeting, understand strategy, where you're going, um, you know, fill out some kind of core questions on our side. And then based on the different pieces of the stack that you're trying to engage with, whether that's, you know, healthcare benefits, 401ks, uh, you know, could be health and wellness benefits, any of that kind of stuff. Once we understand the strategy and where you're going, we can then uh, ensure that we've got the right follow-up in terms of if it's, um, you know, we needing to work with you to pick out what's the right plan based on your employee population and where you're going and who you need to hire and all that kind of stuff. So we, we try to work through that stuff with, with CLA in the room. I, I, you know, our vision is that, you know, at least the way that I've envisioned it, um, is that, you know, you're, you're picking up, you know, part of your leadership team in, in this partnership, right? Like we should be the people that you turn to when, when you have like a, a big strategic question for, Hey, we're thinking about doing this. What are the implications of that? That can be a, a quick message in Slack where we can hit you back and say, Hey, you should just think about this, this, and this, and it can be quick bullet point style, or it could be the two of us reaching out and saying, Hey, that turns out to be more complicated than you might think it is. Let's set up some time to get together and talk about that yeah. uh, just to make sure that you, you know, really understand what you're doing. But, um, you know, I think from that perspective, that that's kind of the, the piece that we're excited about on our end. For a customer, there shouldn't be a whole lot more that you need to do to onboard. It, at the end of the day, Randy's team is asking a lot of the same questions that our team is asking and, and vice versa. Because when you're talking about your people and paying them, I mean, obviously we're very into the financials of, of our clients. Yep. And, and the same thing on, on Randy's side, all of the things that we're doing from a human resources perspective, whether it's funding a 401k, um, you know, understanding stock options, like all of that stuff has a, has a accounting impact as well. And so, you know, there's a, there's a ton of overlap there. Then there's obviously things that, 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 that we touch on that, that they don't and vice versa. But you know, it, at the end of the day, it all comes back to a P and L for a business, the strategy for the business, where are they going? What are they trying to accomplish? And I think they provide a very complimentary um, view for that. So for our existing clients, you know, what we like to think is this is us, coming in and, and many, I'd say probably a third of our clients ask us who they should be using as an accounting firm anyway. So this is a very easy answer to that. 
going yep. forward, which is, well, you should be using our partner CLA. Um, and, uh, it, it, but it also, you know, provides this extra, you know, layer of, uh, security for us, um, at, as full stack and that we, you know, we now have a trusted partner who's in there, um, working with them as well, which for us means that they're more likely to be successful. They're more likely to be proactive around financial needs. They're more likely, you know, like that, that de-risks them as a client for us. Um, but vice versa, I think it also allows us to provide more value to them because, you know, as you can imagine, we're, while we're just getting started in this partnership, philosophically, Randy's team and, and our team share a lot of kind of values and opinions and, and you know, direction for, for small businesses. But imagine this partnership five years from now after we've done this with hundreds of clients, right? right. Our ability to, to, to move quickly inside of a client and, you know, kind of open up the playbook and be like, look, here's the, here are the things that we've seen be most successful for businesses at your size and stage as they think about, you know, these challenges or these opportunities. Like that to me is a really exciting part in that, you know, as this matures and, and develops over time, we'll just be better and crisper with that kind of messaging. No, I, 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 I couldn't uh, agree more, you know, even, um, you know, uh, I'm going to keep saying it, but Michael helped us, you know, quite a bit when we, when we started up uh, Highbridge and, um, and a lot of these questions and a lot of the, we just didn't even know, you know, we didn't even, we basically had three people that were mostly employees or shareholders at every business that they were at and they weren't the executives making these decisions. And so we didn't know how to structure the company and everything else. And then of course we had to have a, a second round of meetings to introduce you to our accountants and, 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 and then for you to explain to them, you know, how it's structured. So I can totally see where this efficiency is going to work beautifully because if, uh, as you bring someone on board, you know, the conversation with CLA is, yep, we just brought another one. Here's how they're structured and boom, you're, you're, it's a done deal. So I, I, I could see that that's just going to help a ton. Well, and I, I would add, you know, last week, just in the tech space, like I said, this this example of the stock options where it's just a company doing what they think is right. They've got the law firm involved. They just, they haven't really, no one had mentioned this 409A from them. Well, that is something that with this partnership, full stack would have been made aware of way before, right? right. Where they say, hey, we're thinking of giving our employees an incentive agreement, doing stock options. And that is when the discussion would start and you get ahead of it before you've got three years worth of options granted at a price that could get you in a lot of trouble at some point, right? That's one example. And then the, the area we're not talking a lot about is the nonprofit space. I will tell you, it is such an underserved space. People shy away from it because they just, they're a nonprofit. They don't have any money. I don't want to work with them. It, those are the best organizations. We are very community driven. CLA is that we, we want to provide every opportunity for our communities. Nonprofit is a space where I think this could be very relevant. They need as much education and learning as, as the tech scene does. And so I'm excited about this partnership in that space too. That's, and that's awesome. And talk about a space that is so highly regulated. And, so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate to admit all of these failings that I have on the accounting side, but I have had a, a, a veterans charity that I started a few years ago that I still haven't submitted the paperwork on. <laughs> and so, and it's because they're asking for annual projections and you know this and that. I have no idea what the right you know numbers are to put down and everything so so it's another perfect example of you know that's where having someone at my disposal that could 
could help me kind of get all of that paperwork done and get that thing uh, started would would just be a huge payoff. So yeah, I, I'm going to have to make an appointment after our, our podcast here, Randy. <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, and then uh, you you said you have 110 employees uh, here regionally. Um, so so you're serving a ton of customers. What's your what's your kind of mix from a maturity model? Uh, uh, you know, when it comes to the companies that you're uh, assisting here. Yeah, so I, th I think I said earlier, we're industry driven. So as a firm, now when you come into CLA, you don't become a generalist, a tax generalist or an audit generalist, or you become industry driven. So at some point in your career, you got to pick where your passion is. And so I have team members that are passionate around manufacturing. I've got team members passionate around construction, technology, nonprofit, on and on and on. And then their career gets built in those industry silos. And your goal as a CLA professional is once you're passionate around the industry, now bring all of the value to that industry and those clients. So you got to get good at becoming seamless, which means you can talk tax, you can talk bookkeeping, you can talk valuation, you know enough to bring seamlessly CLA all in to those um, to those companies within those industries. And we don't really have a sweet spot. Like I said, we can work with tech startups that have one employee because they have a need. They've got a bookkeeping and a tax compliance need. Uh, we work with clients that have billions and billions in revenue that are privately held. Yeah. So it's just, it runs the gamut. That's fantastic. Well, and I think that's, that's actually a really important factor too, that you guys have the experience internal to help grow the companies and then stick with them. You don't yep. have to hand them off, you know, to somebody else. So that's, 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 I think that's really important um, because it is, it is so painful to have to change, you know, advisors, uh, you know, you make decisions, you know, you make, I don't know what an entrepreneur makes from a decision standpoint, but, you know, or a business owner, they've got to be making dozens of decisions every single month. And so imagine going three years in and having to switch. <laughs> yep. it's pretty, pretty painful. So this is, this yes. is fantastic. Yeah. I, and I would just, I'll add on to that. You know, the perception is it's hard to change because they've had an experience in their past where it was ugly. Yeah. Um, it's not hard to change if you've got the right people at the table. That's, a, that's a great point. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, where it, uh, is there a place online where you guys talk about the partnership, Michael? Yes. So we have, uh, if you go to fullstackpeo.com, we'll have a banner uh, reaching out to you right when you land on the homepage that will okay. uh, give you a link to click to land on our partnership page where we talk a little bit about uh, what we're hoping that that emerging business package looks like. Uh, and then we're going to be, uh, you'll be, if you're at all in the central Indiana community, you'll be seeing uh, Randy in my face uh, in a bunch of places over the coming weeks as we continue to go on the uh, announcement tour uh, talking about uh, what we're doing and, and what we hope the impact can be. That's fantastic. And, and, uh, and just mention the website for people, Michael. Fullstackpeo.com. Yep. And then Randy, uh, CLA's website for everybody. CLAConnect.com. Yep. Fantastic. And you have tons of, uh, I should add too, that both of you guys are doing a fantastic job from a content standpoint. Uh, there's a ton of resources on both sites, uh, a really, really rich knowledge base of articles for people to choose from. Um, so this is this is fantastic. Congratulations on the partnership. And uh, and we'll we'll get the word out. We'll have everything in the show notes. And then uh, is there a primary for reaching out uh, to either of you? Um, just 
not not at all. Just reach out to either team and uh, just mention that you're interested in the Emerging Business Package and uh, we'll make sure that the right people come to the table. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for what you guys are doing for the community. Um, I can't, you know, uh, obviously I, I can't say enough great things about Michael. Uh, we've known each other, geez, way too long. It's been um, a long time now. And I, what I don't understand is you have like so many companies behind you and you have like one tenth the gray hair that I do. And it's really starting to irritate me. So. <laughs> it's because I have great partners like Randy helping me yeah. out. <laughs> I get and I don't have any hair. Yeah. <laughs> Accounting will do that to you. <laughs> I, I'm sure I pulled out a few myself. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us uh, today. And uh, and like I said, we will have everything in the show notes for everybody uh, to to look at it, additional information on this. As a you know, as a guy that started uh, a couple companies with zero dollars, uh, I would say that you have to invest in this. This is part of your business process. And do not leave this to chance uh, because if you, uh, it's going to cost you so much later. Uh, it, it can cost you from, Randy's talked about it, you know, from tax implement implications, even the, the PPP loans, you know, the, the, the risk associated with that, with employees, uh, with valuations, all of these things. Uh, I think people think, well, I'll just get the company going and I'll get revenue going and then I'll worry about that stuff later. And the problem is, is later is sometimes too late. Uh, and so it really should be part of the planning phase of your business uh, that you get these decisions made. So th thank you so much for taking your time today. And, uh, and uh, I look forward to working with you both. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for having us on. If you're an Indianapolis-based professional and would like your story to be heard on Off The Circle, contact us at offthecircle.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a glowing review.